Hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Broken Vessels with your boy, Darian Cash. Jared. Oh, wrong way. And my boy, Keith. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing today? What's up, guys? Welcome to a men's accountability group. Yes. Um, So, my name is Jared. I am the one with the curly hair. Just kidding. We both have curly hair over here. And uh, Keith is chilling over there with the fade. And I just wanted to start out this week with saying God is good. And, all the time. And all the time. God, God is, good. is good. All right. There we go. There we go. Come on. So um, uh, let's start. I mean, uh, Darren, you're the host, but let's start off with prayer, if we don't mind, just to to, to get this first group started. Uh, Keith, would you like to lead us in prayer? Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, let us pray. Let us pray. God, we thank you even for this hour, uh, for allowing us to come together, even as men in this moment. We give you honor and praise for what's about to happen, God. We pray that you would free us from every distraction, Lord, every form of doubt that comes through our mind, that we can fully commit ourselves to the work you have assigned to us. We'll be careful to give you the honor and the glory out of this group. We thank you and we praise you today in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, guys. So what we're going to do today is we're actually going to talk about the why, why we're here, how we met, how we came about, how Broken Vessels was founded. And uh, I really want to touch on how how amazing it happened in what's happening these days is short seasons. But then again, we don't know how long God's seasons really are. Right. So it really it really came about where we came up with the idea probably four or five weeks ago. And then it just transformed into something beautiful. We were like, okay, you know what? That's not just a fun idea. Let's really be vulnerable. Let other people in and really discuss vulnerability and accountability in God. So first, I mean, the first question, I mean, that I would ask, and I think anybody would probably ask us is, how did we all meet? Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of a really crazy story. And I didn't know. I won't call it crazy. I'll just say it's it's a very interesting story. And I didn't actually know all of it until, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. <laughs> How we all, like, kind of came together. So um, I don't know uh, if you guys want to start out and just discuss, like, how we ended up together. Go ahead, Keith. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll kick it off. Um, so really, there's um, this group called Freedom. And if you know of a church called Hope City, then you know that this is a powerful, powerful movement that Hope City does where it brings in um, people not just in Hope City, but from around the world who may not even be members of Hope City. And you go through this really rigorous process of self-discovery, of vulnerability to ultimately come out free of bondage, free of the things that have held you. And we came in, I mean, really complete strangers. I, I didn't I didn't know these guys, man. I didn't know anybody that I was really going into that group with. Um, and that's where we all kind of came together in this, this one place. And from there, I mean, I feel like I've known these guys my entire life. And I think that's a true testament to what freedom represents, but also the brotherhood uh, that we formed. So that's my, my, my spin on it. It was just like really somewhat random, but God's always intentional. So it really wasn't random. And, mm-hmm. and he crafted what we have today. Absolutely, man. You know, uh, I'm actually going to take it a little deeper, too, is uh, Keith, I knew about you well before 
freedom before you know who I was, right? Um, I was put on your stream, uh, and the things that you do with Progress Ministries, man, it, it really helped me a lot during the pandemic and a lot of things that really just needed to speak to my heart. And so, though, it took me a little while to open up, and we'll get to that uh, uh, later, I'm sure. It took me a little bit to open up on freedom. I saw you immediately and was like, I'm safe. I know where I'm at. Like I have somebody that I know I can, I can, I can understand where his message is coming from. And so I can actually confide in him eventually. And that, that, that confide in him eventually turned into a really good friendship, a really good brotherhood. brotherhood. And then Jared, (laughs) man, dude, the first time I saw you, whenever uh, we turned the camera or not me turn the camera on, but when we got into freedom, the first thing that came to my head was, do I know you? I know this guy. I've known this guy like my whole life, and I don't know where it's from. So y'all still, I still think you're related. <laughs> we might be cousins. Everybody believes we are. <laughs> and it's just been absolutely amazing, uh, man. Like we just went through freedom together. We're also we're obviously going to dive into that, you know, rhetoric of what with what freedom is. Right. Um, we're definitely, you know, calling any and all men to come into an accountability group, come into freedom. Um, but man, it just, it was an amazing pathway of 13 weeks that led us to really ultimately meet each other in person. And that's when we were just like, that's my brother. That's my brother. So. Uh, <laughs> I mean, freedom. Uh, that was, that was an interest. It, it, that was an interesting 13, but fun 13 weeks where we've been through everything from a winter storm with cold and all types of stuff, no power, storms, hurricanes. I mean, like, well, I don't know if we had hurricanes, but like winter storms. But um, I met you guys as a blessing. Like, God was leading me, and I was, and led me to say, hey, we need to, we need to do, I need to do a freedom group. I need to be a part of a group. And I need to lead a freedom group. And in that, I was like, God, I'm busy, but okay, you want me to do a group? I'm going to do a group. It's going to be great. I started, I just started praying. I was just like, you know what? It's going to be great. It's going to go well. We're going to do this. And God really just came and changed all of our lives together, I guess. I mean, not even, I guess, I, I see. Um, and as you can see, we got these I will follow shirts. Hashtag I will follow. Hashtag. Uh, um, but I, I mean, over the course of, thir- well, it was 13 weeks plus a conference, 14 weeks, we got to know each other. And Darian, we'll, we'll get into your story a little bit later, but you got to know us <laughs> yeah. uh, really well in those 13 yeah. weeks. We got to know you, but I got to know you guys. Um, and I remember Keith, you being one of the first people I've, I've prayed with um, and in a long time, actually, like prayed directly with over some stuff. And um, it was it was a blessing in disguise for me. Like I, I thought leading would be like and I've, I thought leading would be more so leading. And, but it was really just facilitating and being part of a group. And I think that's kind of how we got to this point where we decided hey, look, we've shared a lot of stuff and we've been open about a lot of things with each other. We've been able to be vulnerable as men with each other. We've been able to have those tough conversations. And with those tough conversations, we've we've got to a, a point where 
we feel like we can share everything, but we are also a lot lighter, right? Yeah. I mean, um, the things that we walked into January with, we don't have most, like we've dropped a lot of those things and are free of a lot of those things from talking about it with each other. And I think we, I think it's put us on a path where we want to share these things with other men and share our vulnerability because we as men can help each other. Iron sharpens iron. And I mean, you guys are the guys that I'm really close with and you guys have shared, shared a lot with me. I think I've shared a little bit of my, my own backstory uh, with you guys, but the group was, it was your group. So, (laughs) but uh, I think we're at a point now where we're, we as men, especially in America and throughout the world, um, especially Christian men. And this, this is, this is a, christian podcast but it's for everybody it's not just for christians so if you're not christian don't feel like you can't be on here don't feel like you can't message us and ask questions because we're here for that Um, our job is to build up build up other men but also build up other people in general and have uh open honest and sometimes tough conversations right absolutely man so um let, let I mean, let me ask this question real quick for both of you. Um, what was your biggest, since we talked about freedom, what was your biggest takeaway from freedom um, to get us to here? I'll let you lead again, Keith. You know, I'm a story guy. <laughs> oh, man. Um, one of my, my greatest takeaways from freedom was, was simply, uh, you cannot heal from what you don't reveal. Mm. And that a lot of us as men tend to to suffer more in silent. We, we tend to deal with things and we try and compress them and to hold them in um, out of a fear of not being man enough, of not being masculine enough. So we get to this point where we really just push these things down for so long. But freedom for me was really a, a true testimony of how much freedom you really get from revealing those things, those things that you've hidden, that you've pressed inside. Um, and what's so amazing is through that process, you also learn how unhealthy it was to push things that far. Mm-hmm. Because I got to points, and guys, correct me if I'm wrong, I got to points where, like, I didn't even know I had stuff that I had pushed down so far until you started <laughs> going through. And you're like, I, I didn't really know that was in there. I, yeah. I, I didn't know I was holding that. And for me, it just shows how unhealthy it can be to push those things in. I think that really helped me through freedom and also what ultimately led me to want to be a part of this type of group is that I realized that this is unfortunately something normal that a lot of men do. Um, and having freedom be the thing that pulled it out of me. And now I want to be that person that helps uh, pull it out of someone else. I love that. I love that. And I, I, you know, for those that are listening and they're, they're like, they're probably at this point, like, dude, okay, so what's freedom? <laughs> Y'all keep saying this word freedom. I mean, we live in America, we free, right? Like, yes, we're free. But what we're talking about is freedom with hope city. Freedom in God, right? So we really, really unlocked understanding to be vulnerable, not only with as as men, right? So that's what we're doing right here, but also being vulnerable with just your life and everything that's been going on. Um, and then with the world, you know, a lot of people don't like to share personal things, let alone things about your past or, yeah. or things that have affected you along the way. That you just kind of went, ah, I'm not thinking about that. When Keith was talking about, oh, I just kind of unlocked things. God was revealing things in freedom where I was like, I thought I buried that. Like, 
deep down. I thought that was gone. And he was like, nah, I need you to get it out. I need you to be free from that. And so I'm going to keep touching on freedom because I really, I really encourage everyone out there to really just hone in on what we're going to be talking about over these next few weeks, years, whatever, however long this lasts, man, like freedom is what we are seeking here. And so through men's accountability group, through vulnerability with men and all that, we're definitely trying to get men to, to break, break that shell and understand that you are still human underneath all of that. And God loves you just the same. So you don't need to hide anything, but also find freedom. Freedom in God is something that I've, I've been chasing my whole life that I didn't know I was chasing, if that makes sense. You know, I shared a video with, with two of you or both of you um, on a video that was literally me saying, in my darkest days, God's got your back, people. Yeah. Literally just driving in my truck. I was late to school. I didn't know what was going on. I just, I was so mad and so upset that the only thing that could come out was, God's got my back in this situation. So I need to tell other people that are feeling the way that I feel, God's got your back. And that's, again, a sense of that freedom that he's just been like, dude, come on. I want you to come. I want you to come. And then, hello, 2019, or 2021, 2019, 2021, freedom. And it's been, it's been absolutely amazing. So breaking free of your shell, really coming out, um, understanding that just because you're a man does not mean that you need to hide things and, and cower behind things. Instead, you need to let those things out so you can breathe and really live your life the way that God intended you to. You're muted, brother. You're muted. Oh, you're, you're muted. You're muted. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, of course, I hit that button by accident. But yeah, we've been so we've been talking about freedom, um, and so. I, I kind of want to just give a little bit of perspective from a background of what freedom is for in general, because it's not just Hope City. Um, freedom is a curriculum. It's a, it's a legit curriculum. It's an actual book. And I have a book or I have like four books around here. But um, freedom is an actual curriculum where you kind of go through theology, but also like group counseling all at the same time together. Mm. And so, so to put together what we really did was over the course of 13 weeks and a conference, we really just dove in to the word, uh, the word of God through a curriculum and through a book and, and through just reading on our own and then meeting once a week for 13 weeks. And then at the end of each week, we would discuss, or I mean, at each week meeting, we would discuss um, some of the things that we learned, but also the things we were feeling at those times and the things that we had been through. Um, and some of the things are like perspective and just like the first week is a huge perspective change. Um, and it's just talking about how you do view things and how you should view things. Yeah. And it's not saying, Hey, you're wrong all the time. It's just saying, Hey, this is, this is the lens that you should be looking through. Um, and then, all the way through there's conference and everything so um one of the ways if, if you're looking for a group and you're looking you're like oh well that sounds awesome um stay tuned with us stick with us um watch uh or you can watch us we're going to go through a lot of different things over these courses these week and this is going to be more so post-freedom stuff but also some of the stuff that we went through through freedom we're trying to share this and make it open for everybody and then if you want a group um and you're looking for like a freedom group 
the freedom groups for hope city start up right in they start up in the fall so all summer you can hang out with us you'll be ready for a group and we do them online um we actually just met like this um keith where are you at right now baton rouge louisiana okay all right darian where are you at d-town dallas texas all right and i am in houston texas jersey bread but i live in houston texas so um we literally met each other online and didn't it was it was 14 it was actually 14 weeks right before we actually met we it was 14 weeks of talking and getting to know each other we were super open with each other before we actually even met in person all virtual all virtual and uh what we saw is some serious breakthroughs um i mean i i can tell you my own freedom group was two years ago almost now and i i had huge breakthroughs and not and it adjusted all my perspective adjusted my perspective it adjusted my relationships but people saw me completely differently after freedom it was like like a lot of people think of baptism as rebirth and that's rebirth yes but freedom is when you you have like a major shift in your life where you start letting things off your back mm-hmm. um and uh so we were over the next few weeks and we're gonna talk about some deep things that we've been through we're gonna talk about some of the things that um that are going on in the world some of the things that are going on in our own lives and we're just gonna be open and honest there's no reason for us to hide anything um one of the things that i feel like is a problem is we we try to be perfect so often um and especially as christian men, we're we're portraying being perfect yeah and we're not um all of us fall short of the glory of god so um for us to be open and i mean it was really you guys more idea of doing this and keith you came up with the name broken vessels right yep um but a broken vessel can still be used in every aspect i would argue that because it's broken it has a greater purpose um so yeah uh i mean i don't even know what to say Well, I mean, we could just keep going. So I, as a matter of fact, we can actually transition right now into what is the whys. So fellas, mm-hmm. like, really, we're going to dive into like, what, what are we doing here? So, uh, you know, again, we talked about freedom. We talked about, you know, what the impact was a little bit. We we're going to dive more into that later. But like, Keith, like, what, what's the why behind it on why mm-hmm. you really came up with not only Broken Vessels, but wanted to do this podcast with us? <sighs> man don't make me start preaching um, <laughs> come on hey bring it um i think really at the end of the day this is what was so amazing to me uh, when i thought about you know us starting this group was that we need to move into a place where we can normalize that it's okay to not be okay and i think so often we're afraid that if people see us in moments of vulnerability in moments of weakness that somehow that changes the perspective of us and we carry this weight around mm-hmm. a weight that god never intended on carrying around a weight that's not biblical a weight that's not supported in any way shape or form 
but we carry it every day. We carry it just like we put clothes on. Like I need people to see me as being perfect. I need people to see me as having it together. But like this group is going to tear down those boundaries and try and prove not just for men, but people in general, it's okay to not be okay. Um, and I think of James five sixteen says that like um, confess your sins to one another so that you can be healed. Yep. Which is amazing, right? He's like, you, you need to confess. So he's saying what you release will give you relief. And he said, you can't get the relief until you release it. So what we're going to do here is we're going to normalize releasing yes. so we can get the relief because the release always precedes the relief that comes from being God. He says, well, you can confess your hardships, the things you're going through. And like, this is not to say like, oh, I'm just going to tell people all my, all my deep, dark secrets. It's not to have that kind of perspective. It's this saying like, I messed up. And I'm not going to hold it in because I don't know who's going through what I'm going through. And if God brought me through it, it'll bring that person through it as well. So it's just normalizing. Stop hiding. Mm. Like, let's just go with it. Because once you let it out, no longer does it hold you. Like the enemy wants to keep you in a place where all you're doing is locking in these things, thinking you're hiding them from somebody. And God's like, I already know. Like you may be fooling them, but you're not fooling me. So <laughs> this group will help us to really get to a place. And I said, that was a why, because I think even in the various capacities we serve in our friendships on these various platforms, um, being able to actually be honest about these things as men, as normal people, I think will bring a lot of people to Christ and say, you know what, why am I hiding this? So that was my, that was really my why. Mm. I love that. I love that. Jerry, what you got, man? Man. Um... I mean, I, I would say I, I would say my why is really the impact that I saw with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been on a few podcasts lately and recently, and I felt like God was leading me to, hey, look, be on podcasts and be online. And I was like, all right, I can, I, I'll try it out for a week, and then it was just more and more, and I was like, ah, yeah, this is fun, but. I think we can do it. I can. I think we can do it as a conversation with people from from our from our perspective of freedom and the things that we've been through. And the group that we were in was one of the most impactful groups I've been in in my entire life. Um, actually, it was the most impactful group I've been in my entire life. Wow, correct that. Um, yeah. And I want to be able to. I, I don't. I don't even want to be able. I just want to. I prayed about it, and I want God to allow. I want to allow God to work through this. Um, We are vessels and we're vessels being used and we have issues and we have things that we're going through and our lives aren't perfect all the time and things aren't perfect around us all the time. And even though we have all of these things going on, we still can be used as vessels to help others. And I think in a, in a perfect world, I mean, where everything's working and and you're distracted and you, I mean, you don't share things. And I think a lot of, and this isn't to say anything bad about the church, but a lot of churches are on Sundays, but churches really, I've been saying this, you guys have heard me say this, but churches Monday through Saturday. Mm -hmm. And it's really the rest of the week because People come in to get filled on the weekend and yeah, they need to get filled just so they can make it through the week. But what about every other day? Mm -hmm. What about being able to reach the 
the, the multitudes of people that are there. So um, in terms of wanting to go online with this and be public about it, uh, one of the things was, hey, you know what? The enemy uses technology all the time to reach so many people and to talk about people or to, to make, discourage people, to bully people. You can bully, you can make people, 5 million people feel bad at once off of one video. So why can't, so why not do the same thing for us and make 5 million people feel good by one video? And we don't know how, how many people this will reach. We don't know how many people this will reach ever. If it, I mean, this can, this video will be up online forever. So it's kind of awesome how we can, we can pretty much exponentially expand the kingdom from mm -hmm. one single video, but we also don't know who's this is going to reach in the time when they need it. So mm -hmm. sharing our stories and I, I, I believe sharing a little bit of myself with you guys, um, allowed kind of an openness um and you guys have shared stuff with me that opened me up to talking about different things that i didn't even talk about during my freedom group mm. um and by that i mean for the people that are listening that don't know freedom freedom i i participated in freedom as a for my first time like two years ago and then i became a co-leader and a leader for over the past two years. So I would, I would help lead and facilitate groups, but facilitating a group just means that you're part of the group. You just happen to know the curriculum and you guide people through it. And you're kind of going through it the same because it's a process. So, um, I mean, and obviously you, you two are awesome. So I, I, mean, I, really don't, I don't really care where we're at physically. I just think it's awesome that we're still meeting and we're like, we've taken something and we're continuing to go on. And then we're also building a platform for other people to be able to share their stories, um, share some of the stuff that they've gone through, share some of the things that they're going through and how they're making through, making it through their, through it biblically, spiritually, and then pray for people in terms of things that they need help with. And it's not, I mean, this is a men's accountability group. That means that men are leading it, but it doesn't mean that it's just for men to watch. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. Hey, I love that too. I love that too. So I actually, I think my why is definitely touching on both of what you said. So like one, I, on one hand, I definitely want to touch as many hearts as we can, whether that be today at this very second, or that be 30 years from now and they're watching the first intro video and they're like, they don't talk like that anymore. <laughs> Cause you know how things change, right? Like they don't, they don't do things like that. But, um, but also like Keith was pointing on, you know, we definitely have done wrong in our past and it's okay to be open about that. But I also wanted, I also want it to be okay to open up and discuss things that have happened to you that are not your fault, that God has not placed that burden for you to sit on, for you to act like, oh, well, my life's over because I went through X, Y, and Z. And the rest of society says that when you go through X, Y, Z, especially when you hit Z, it's over. It's not over. This is just the beginning. We are renewing you. We're, we're trying to help you renew yourselves as we have been renewing ourselves. And again, like, like he was saying with freedom, freedom is continuous. So yes, we go through conference. Yes, we go through uh, the, the curriculum, but like it is just the beginning. That's just the tip of the iceberg. And so I'm, I'm very excited to see um, how many people's lives that we can change, how many people's mindsets really that we can change and hearts that we can change that yearn for God 
that they just don't know where to start. You know, and maybe the starting is be vulnerable. You know, just be vulnerable. Understand who you are. Love who you are. Let somebody else know, whether that be us or somebody else that can pray for you and give it to God. God will take it and be like, oh, it's about time you gave it to me. I'm going to throw that in the trash. And we're sitting here like, that's a 28 years? What? Exactly. So I really want to change some hearts. I really want to change some people's mindsets. And like he said, it's a men's accountability group because it's men leading it. But like, I want to touch hearts all over. I want men, women, children, teens, preteen. What well, I don't care. Watch us. Tune in with us grow with us and i guarantee you you'll get something out of this as much as we're going to get from you guys too so don't get that you know twisted either like we're going to learn a lot from you guys as well we'll be bringing people on i'm so excited for that to happen as well but like it's this is going to be amazing so my why is really just touching hearts bringing god into everybody's lives and really just shedding the i know i've done wrong but i also know wrong has been done to me and both of those crumbled on top of you can be a heavy weight and God's mm. saying, dude, I could pick that up with my pinky. You just got to give it to me. Mm-hmm. That's, that's for sure. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll go as far as to say um, there's everything. I mean, there's so many things in this world that we take on and that we're holding on to and that we're struggling through. And 99.9% of the time we're struggling because we're not giving it to God. Mm-hmm. Because his burden is light. And if his burden is light and you feeling really heavy, then something has got to give you or giving. I mean, you have to give something back to God. You have to. You hold, you're holding on to something that wasn't meant, you weren't meant to be burdened by. And I mean, so often we think it's not even a bad thing. Sometimes we think we're doing great and we're listening. We think we're doing something good. We think we're helping somebody we're trying to help somebody and we're forcing ourselves into a situation that God is saying, Hey, just give that over to me. Mm-hmm. Let, just, just, just let me know that I can come in and work on it. Tell me that, that you are in submission. Let me submit that to me, give it to me mm-hmm. and I will change it. I'll make it, I'll make it work. It's not for you to be carrying. It's not your burden to be carrying. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's so, I mean, I think you, all of us are, all of us are fixers. I'm going to be real. All of us on this, on this, we're all fixers. We, uh, like, to help, we like to help people. We, we go out of our, Keith, Darian, I know both of y'all will go out of your way to help somebody, to talk to somebody, to uplift somebody. And sometimes we feel heavier ourselves because we're trying to fix everybody's problems. Everybody. 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 Just give it to and, me. I'll take care of you. And there's times where we're sitting here and we're thinking, hey, we can fix it. Mm. But really and realistically, what we need to be doing is like giving it to God, giving it to the fixer. <laughs> <laughs> that part. Hey, that part for real. I mean, I, I and I don't have the bracelet on right now, but I I and I think I gave it away. No, I did give it away. But I generally have bracelets on. I have one that says pray first. And I need to get another one because I used to look down at my wrist to see what it is. And I have two freedom bracelets and a hope city bracelet mm-hmm. on right now. But um, pray first is what we really need to do. Um, we need to go into prayer. I mean, as soon as we like, as soon as something happens, just pray first. And it's so hard because there's a perception that even in public, it's hard to 
I mean, it's hard to just go into straight prayer in public for some people, <laughs> including me. And I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, but I've gotten to a point over, and it's literally been over the last maybe four to six weeks where it's just like, you know what? I'm just going to pray right now. I don't care. Let's just pray. Um, and there, there's something in prayer and I'll be honest, you guys tell me if you guys have done this too, but I've prayed sometimes and just been like, got any help? Thanks. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Like really short prayers. Like, like God, I'm in a pickle at this very moment. Help me. Hey. And I've done that out loud and said it, and then all of a sudden, somebody else comes to the situation, problem solved. And it's just like, whoa. But I've also been in situations where it's like, hey, God, I really need help with this. I've been praying about it for six weeks. What's going on? And then and because I wasn't listening to God and I was so focused on the solution, rather than actually paying attention to what God was working in, I've missed things um, that he was working out in my life. And so it's being intentional in, in prayer, but also being attentive to what where God is working in your life. And go ahead. That's a very powerful point you make there, Jared, because I think sometimes we go and pray for things and we're not attentive to God's response. So I prayed about it last night, but I never even like prayed for clarity or revelation on what I what I actually asked you for. And I was telling Darian one day, we're like, I'm like, God, give me a sign. Like, I'm like, you know, in the Bible, there's Gideon is like, can you just give me a sign, God? And God gives him like three signs. And, you know, finally, he's he's confident enough to move forward. But I feel like I'm guilty of it sometimes. I'm praying for God to like, hey, God, give me vision on what you want me to do in this situation. And what happens is when God doesn't respond, the way we want him to respond, we reject it. Mm. We discount it. No, uh, no, God, I don't, I don't, I don't really think that's what you're saying. So we, we start to discount it. But if we ever start to just pray in those moments for divine revelation, say, God, is this the sign I need to see? You, you'll have, you, you'll know, it'll, it'll convict you spiritually saying, yep, that's what I needed to see. So that's a, that's a very good point. Um, there is being intentional. Yeah. That's a very good point. I mean, also, on top of being intentional, the power of waiting. Somebody's got a, a series going on right now. The power of waiting. Because, you know, sometimes you got to pray those prayers and you just got to oh. let it happen. And if, if okay, God, 30 minutes, thir- sir, 30 minutes have gone by. Um, mm. I, still, I still want this answered. And he's like, you Come ain't on. waiting. You got to wait. You got to be patient. Because there is something else that I see coming in the future that you can't see right now. And I'm holding you because if you jump into this at this very moment, you're going to miss the whole picture of what I had you set out for in the future. And so there's also power in waiting as well. So pray nine times out of 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Pray. Pray first, pray second, and pray last. Um, another th- one thing that I've definitely been doing after freedom is. If I see something about to occur or I feel like something is about to happen or I just feel like, oh, I feel frustration or something's about to take me off a detour of what I'm doing right then and there, pray. I stop, I 
pause. You could be in the middle of working. Mm. Don't close your eyes while you're driving, but you can pray while you're driving. Just stop and pray. God is listening at all times. So, I mean, I know I was talking about the power of waiting. Wait. Allow that prayer to go and wait for it. Don't stop your car, but wait. Like on top of, and, and just to add to that, on top of that, and prayer is very, I mean, prayer is important. Waiting is important. But in both of those things, it's discernment. Mm. Um, and, and I mean, that's my, that's my first verse I go to every single day. It's the verse, first verse I read about, first verse I listen to. I mean, while well, I listen to myself speaking it, but like, it's my first verse. It's uh, Proverbs uh, 3.21. Uh, uh, my son, uh, preserve uh, sound, sound judgment and discernment. There'll be life for you and adornment to grace your neck. And you'll go your way in safety and your foot will not stumble. And your sleep will be sweet. And it just like, just the first part of that sound, a sound mind and discernment will be life for you. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's probably 90, I think discernment is like 99% per, of the battle. It is, and if you're not listening to it, what are you doing, you know? Well, I mean. Well, what I was going to say is most people like to take control of it and go, well, I thought this is what I was being discerned into. Are you listening? Right. I think the, the enemy to uh, discernment is the need to be in control. It's it's you put a um, it's like literally walking around with a blindfold on saying, God, show me. Do you really want to see them? I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys a kind of, I won't go into specifics of the scenario, but I, I've been praying about I mean, I've been fighting this one and I work in tech, so I've been fighting this one technological issue. Mm-hmm. for for months since january since literally january <laughs> and you guys probably know what i'm talking about but <laughs> i've been fighting it for months and i've it's been so heavy on me because every week i would just sit there and be like oh i'm gonna work on this again because it's broken and i don't know how to fix it and, <laughs> and i just need it fixed but nobody's listening so you know god i'm just gonna fix it and i'm just gonna make it work and god make it work and three weeks ago, or just three weeks ago, like something broke, and I was like, "Okay, God, that was a sign," because it was like <laughs> a real break. And then I, and then I, 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 I let everybody know. I was like, "Hey, look, this is this is broken. This is not working. We need to fix it. We, we got to find a solution." And uh, then this, then this past week on Friday, uh, I actually got a call from. Um, I got a call from one of my friends and he's like, Hey Jerry, how's it going? Asked me how things are going. And he's somebody I trust spiritually. And he's like, and I just, and he's, he's, he's in tech too. So he understands all the tech stuff. And he, it's like, look, man, this is not going to work. I need to, I need to figure it out. And he's like, did you give it to God? And I was like, so while I was on the phone with him, I was like, you know what, God, I'm going to do everything I can to make this work for this week. Hmm. I mean, I'm going to do everything I can. And if it's your will for me to stop working on this, I, because it feels heavy, so I'm probably doing too much and I'm probably not listening to you. So if it's your will, God, just please, <laughs> please, in spite of all the work that I do, just give me a sign and show me and let it just, 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 yeah. just blow up all my work for me. 
Mm. And sure enough, everything, I worked really hard on it. Everything was going smooth, like smooth as could be. Like I'm sitting there laughing about how smooth everything's going. I'm like, you know what, God, maybe I just needed to do all these different things that you told me to do this week because stuff happened by accident. Like God gave me ideas of what to do. Everything was going perfect, 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 perfect. <laughs> Literally, I look, me and my friend um, I work with, we were joking about how smooth things are going. We're just like, okay, God, you, you want this to work. Two seconds later, <laughs> we look at it, we're like, oh, that's not good. We're starting to rushing, trying to fix it. Nothing's working. Can't, can't like do anything and it's just like mm. yeah it's just like i we're i'm just laughing i'm like just and everybody's like hey we rebuke that i'm like no no you guys don't understand <laughs> you guys don't understand i prayed no, to god I, was, I was like i was I'm like to decide. i was like god just give me a sign that i don't have to hold this <laughs> hold this over my head anymore because this is a heavy weight like god just take it take it <laughs> and i was like Oh, somebody was like, "We're just gonna pr- no." You don't understand. I've prayed. I've prayed for freedom from this. Hey, <laughs> come on! I prayed for clarity. I prayed for discernment. I prayed for freedom, and my discernment wasn't good up to this point. And I was just like, you know, I realized I was carrying a heavy weight. When you feel like you have something that you are carrying that's hurting you and that's heavy, and it's like draining you and draining your energy, and you have to keep pouring out of your cup to to fix it. And it's and you're pouring out of your cup, but you're pouring literally everything out of your cup to the point where you're spiritually, physically, and emotionally drained. Mm. That means that you have not submitted that over to God. That means you've held on to it, and that mm. hey, you you're like trying to be in control. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with trying to be in control all the time. There's nothing. I don't. And I'm gonna say this this way. There's nothing wrong, like, on the planet with trying to be in control all the time. And it's from a worldly view. But if you really want a good life, you want to be happy, you have to trust. You have to trust God. You have to trust other people around you. You have to trust your friends. You have to trust your discernment. You have to trust the group of friends and the group of coworkers you have, because when you start, when you're able to trust others and give things to others, and then you are actually able to start seeing, Hey, I'm able to trust these people. Why don't I trust God as much? Mm-hmm. A lot of times we will trust other people more than we trust God. We will talk to other people and say, Hey, what do you think about this? Before we've actually went and talked to God and said, Hey, God, what do you think about this? Mm. And I, I I fall I fall victim to that all the time. I'll, I'll, I'll be like, you know, I need to bounce this idea off this person and be like, God, what did you think about that person? Hey, man, I fall into that trap all the time. It, it, it's 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 one of those. Um, I don't even want to say you necessarily learn like uh, learned it as a, at a young age. It's just one of those things where you're like, I'm gonna call my best friend. And I'm gonna tell him everything, and I'm gonna get his opinion, mm. and then I'm gonna run with his opinion. Come on, I'm gonna continue to go down the path of his opinion. But then God's going, well, if you would have prayed to me, I actually wanted you to take a left where he told you to take a right. 
And now I got to take you back around the next left to the next left and bring you back full circle just so you could take the first left. Like I, I used to fall. I mean, I still do. I'm not gonna lie. I still do fall victim to that sometimes, but man, that is a powerful word. Just take it. Like we said, pray first, take it to God and God will lead you down a path of, Hey, talk, call Keith. Keith might have something for you. Hey, call Jared. He might, he might have something for you right now. What's up, Keith? No, I was going to say that. I mean, that leads in perfectly to, I think, the power of having this type of group, yeah. which is why we encourage, you know, to go through freedom um, mm -hmm. is you're going to need some people in your corner that will not just listen and advise, but you're going to need people that can just pray for you. Mm. That can literally discern when you're in distress, mm. not with you saying anything, somebody that just says, hey, my spirit told me that you're facing trials and tribulations right now, and I just want to pray with you. And Jared's pretty pretty known for, for doing stuff like that. Cash, you've reached out as well. Um, but when you can grow that body of friendship, that body of fellowship, know, I want to be clear here, that this is not to say that everybody around you in your circle will have this depth or spiritual relationship. Right. That, that's completely, because I think God calls us not to just surround ourselves with like-minded people. Like, I, I, I can't be the greatest person that God needs me to be if everybody knows him. I need to do right. I need to be around people who also don't know him. Right. So that I can shed some life into uh, their situation. But at the same time, I also need people that know him so that when I get depleted, when I run low, I can say, yo, Jared, yo, Cash, like, bro, like, I need prayer. And, I mean, and sometimes, you're let's be honest, sometimes you're so defeated and distressed that you need somebody else to pray for you. Come on, like, be honest. You're like, God, I've been praying and it just don't seem like it's working, but can you pray for me? Right. Please. Uh... I mean, you ever see anybody go on a missions trip by themselves? Nah. Nah, that's a, that's I'm, a I'm, word. I mean, if you, if you look at it and you think about it this way, every time somebody goes on a mission, missions trips are with groups of people. And then they get a local guide. Mm -hmm. Who knows the knows the culture and the people around there, and there's a reason for that. It it's because we have to be around other people who can pour into us. Yeah. And now we all have it. We all have a well that, that that we can we can get water out of, and that that that's from the Holy Spirit. Come on. But there are times when we're working, and we're even though we have the Holy Spirit in us and with us we're pouring out of our cup what's coming into us yep. yep. and we need others to pray and and pour into us so that we can continue to pour into others right and i i think it you you hit the nail on i don't know what the phrase is nail anymore. on the head nail on the head jerry you always nail go on, on that one man <laughs> look you hit the nail on the head yeah exactly Look, East Coast. With, with this, I'm from Jersey. Look, Jersey for Jersey for, look for life. But anyway, Jared from Jersey. If you want, I, I might change my Instagram to that. Jared from Jersey. I like that. I actually like that. That's really cool. Jared from Jersey. I like JFJ. But um, what I was gonna say is, um, look, it's it's really simple. And I completely forgot what I said, but I was talking about. Um, <laughs> nail on the head. Somebody hit the nail on the head. No, no, no. But you were talking about um, other people having a, having your circle, and I was mm. I was talking about if your circle doesn't include anybody who doesn't know God, mm. 
your circle is too small. Yeah. <laughs> now, if your circle also doesn't include, in, if you're a Christian and your circle doesn't include anybody who does know God, your circle is still too small. Come on, Jerry, you come for people next. We wasn't supposed oh. to be coming for next already, but uh, no, 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 let me finish that off. Let me finish it off. <laughs> that's that's where you need a group. Uh, that's where that's where you need a group. And if you can't, if you if you need to find a group, I mean, there there's a link below. I'll put a link up right now of where you can find us, and you can hop in oh. our group. Um, you can go now. We have an online campus at Hope City. That's the church that we all attend and we all did the group through. But we also have different groups that we attend and we go to. Ele, there's elevation groups that elevation work. I mean, elevation church has e groups. Hope City has hopecity.com slash groups and you can go to online campus. So no matter where you're at, you can join mm-hmm. a group. We have groups all the way out in Uganda, mm-hmm. um, Tanzania. So it does like if you want, it don't matter where you're at. But you need to get in a group, and it doesn't matter if you find a local church or you found something online. But you have to get in a group with some people who are spiritually fed and spiritually able to discern, and who are Christian and who love you and who will love you regardless of what happened, what your what your past is. And I believe that that's something that we we found together. Yep. Um, we've had we've had the tough discussions, like in. I mean, we've had the tough discussions about even, and I'll go into my own story and I'll just be honest, where I've had to talk about pain from from childhood and some things that like were spoken to me, said about me and spoken over me and get it. And I got past some of that stuff this year and it was because of this group of guys that I was friends with. And it, I mean, there was, I mean, when we went to the conference, there was, I think there was nine of us, right? Or 12 of us? Maybe not 12 of us. Yeah. I think it was 12. But um, it's, I mean, it's powerful when you can sit together for, or you can be together for 13 weeks online, open up, have a true, honestly, honest discussion. You get to the point where I don't care if Cash knows what color underwear I'm wearing. Right. <laughs> hey, hey but for wrong. real, though. And that's, I mean, that's the truth. That's the honest truth of where we're at um, as friends. We be, we built the friendship based on honesty. Yeah. yeah. Sheer honesty, too. I mean, there's there's things that, again, I think I'm going to kind of touch on whenever I uh, turn my camera on, right? So it was a 13-week course. I turned my week on, guys. Your camera? 10. Or, yeah, I turned my camera on week 10. Week 10, I sat behind the camera and was like, no, nah, uh-uh. They sharing some deep stories, y'all. Mm-mm. Uh-uh, this guy ain't shit. No, no, y'all don't want to hear me, and I'm not a, I'm not supposed to be in this group. And then I decided to turn my camera on. And again, I told everybody in the group, oh, I'm just going to tell Jared. Like, he looks like somebody that I've known my whole life. Like, I just... I trust him. I'm going to tell Jerry, but I said it openly. I said it outwardly. I said it to ever 12 dudes sitting there. Like we just told our story. What's going on. And then all of a sudden it took one trigger word, mm. one trigger word, because we all have them. You know, we're being really vulnerable here. Everybody's got a trigger word. My trigger word at the moment was that's victim speech. Mm. I was like, Oh, I'm a victim, huh? And my story <laughs> came out. <laughs> 
But there are things that I did not think I was one going to share. But there's some things that God brought out of me that I didn't know I still had harbored on my back. So we talk about those weights that we just as men go, I'm, I'm brushing off my shoulder. No, you put that in that backpack. That's just Come getting on. heavier and heavier and heavier. And I'm talking, you can go back to being three years old. You can go back to being two years old. You can go back to being, if you're 50 to 20 years old, like you have put so much in this backpack. And if you don't get into a group, if you don't really let this out, you don't confess, like he said earlier, confess to, to one another, that backpack is going to get heavier, heavier, heavier. And the, and the beautiful thing about all this, and I'm going to let Keith go after this, but the beautiful thing about all this is God is literally looking at you saying, you going to give me your backpack? Mm. You, you going you gonna to give it to me now? No? Okay. I'll see you in like two minutes. You going to give me your backpack? <laughs> and he's always, always doing this. Just give it to me. Hand it over, and I will take care of you. Go ahead, Keith, man. Man, see, the one thing that Cash didn't mention that cash was always present and though the camera was not on we were all like man we want to see this guy's face one day because he's he's present but we haven't seen him physically um but it tells me that the presence was so important that part of him like he said he was able to hear us go deeper so for somebody that's watching this right now part of your battle is just being present it's just showing up. You you don't know what may rub off on you just from showing up. It's not just opening up yourself right away, but you say, you know what? I'm going to be around people that are not afraid to open up. Yep. I'm going to be around people that are, are not afraid of being vulnerable. I'm going to be around people who are okay with praying in public. I'm going to be around people that are okay with literally hearing about my life story and not judging me. And when you surround yourself with those kind of people, there is no telling what God may not do in your life mm-hmm. just by you being present. Yeah, I, I mean, just like you said, like, Darian was always there. <laughs> and even though he wasn't talking, he was there. I was there. The Holy Spirit was still working in him and around him and in the words that we were speaking mm-hmm. and i remember i remember the first time you turned your camera on i was like bro i know you look i thought i was in the wrong place i'm like wait his camera's never on am i in the right group like no right I, group. I must be in the wrong group there's no way this guy's camera's on what was funny was that, that that day when you joined the group i was like i know darian like Who's this person I'm letting in the group? Because I, I was just looking, I was thinking it through my head in terms of face, and I was like, well, I see his name every week, so he's in the group. Yeah, <laughs> and right. then I was, I was like, when you turn your camera on, I was like, I know you. Oh, okay. And where did I know you from? We don't know. <laughs> we still don't know. The Holy Spirit, brother. Yeah, yeah. the Holy Spirit. But we're going to find I out that we're cousins exactly. somewhere around there. Because, like, when I put my hair up like Darian, we look like we could be cousins. I'm, y'all related. I'm straight telling you, man. There's there's something going on. But I will say when not only did we see his face, but when he when he spoke, when, when for the first time everybody heard him speak, it, it captivated our attention. It, it, it grabbed our spirits uh, in that moment. I think from that moment forward, um, I don't think any of us would ever be the same again because we went we went deeper uh, as a group. 
uh, and even as individuals, it, it, I think it just calls us to go deeper because from that point we got we got real intentional, real vulnerable with a lot of our conversations. And you know, I'm a firm believer that the deeper you dig, the more vulnerable you become, the greater the degree of freedom you experience. Mm-hmm. So, so your your freedom is somewhat proportional to the your willingness to be vulnerable, right? So, the more vulnerable you're willing to be, the more freedom God can give you from what's holding you. But if you're real narrow and how vulnerable you want to be, then your freedom is also limited. But when you can let loose, then, you know, it, it expands up. You know, uh, Jared actually said this before going into conference, but now that I'm thinking about it, it's actually very much true going into freedom curriculum, period, is what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. Yep. And so though my camera was off, my mic was off, and as you can tell, I got headphones. Guys, I got a mic. I'm a Twitch streamer. Like my face stays on camera most of the time. And, but, um, I was hiding behind it and my, what I was putting into it at that, at those times was Tuesdays are my favorite day of the week. Um, I'm learning a lot from these guys. These guys are being very vulnerable. I've never been a part of something like this, but I was learning, I was digesting and I was letting it flow through me that ultimately it came down to, you know what? God talked to me. He said, look, You've been a streamer. You've done your own podcast before. You you've stood in, stood in front of people, being a leader, um, talking in front of masses of people. Turn your camera on. That's all I want you to do today. Just turn your camera on. And you know what? <laughs> that same day, I just turned my camera on. It blessed us. I gave uh, a lot of my life story out. So it blessed us, man. It was yeah. definitely something that needed to happen. So again, this is something. For, for those of you listening out there, like if you need to, again, just be attent- like be here. Just just show up. Just show don't, up. Don't be afraid to comment in the chat how yeah. you guys are feeling today. Um, and don't be, I mean, if you, if you need prayer for something, like feel free to drop it in the chat right now. Absolutely. Um, but uh, I wanted to, to kind of like in closing, because we've been on for almost an hour, but like kind of wanted in closing to um just talk about uh what we want to be able to give people over the next few weeks um in terms of discussions and stuff and then anything else you guys want any other like things you want to drop um but i mean for me and i'm just for me i just want to be give a platform for people to say hey look this is what i'm going through and we can even respond to it where people can come on live on Tuesdays at 7.15. We will be live. 7.15 Central will be live uh, pretty much every Tuesday going forward. If not, we'll, po- we'll, we'll we'll let you guys know we're not going live and we'll post something about when we are going live. Um, but a platform for people to actually, especially men, to be able to say, hey, look, I went through that same thing. I'm going through that right now. I'm feeling that same kind of emotion. I I felt that, oh man, I've been through that. And I can be free from that. Mm. I'm not the only one. I'm not the person who, I, I'm not broken so much so that I can't do anything. I'm not broken so much so that I can't speak life into other people. So in, in closing, like that's one of the things that I really want to do is be able to, 
let others know, hey, look, we're kind of, we're, I'm not kind of, we're facing the same issues you're facing. As men, we're facing the same type of issues that you guys are facing. And it's okay. Yeah. It's perfectly fine. I mean, I think, I think that segues into a really good uh, phrase, if you will, for broken vessels is you can't, you can't fix what you don't acknowledge is already being broken. And so again, this is definitely a place you can't fix what you don't acknowledge as being broken. Right. So that's why we call ourselves broken vessels because we acknowledge that we are broken people. No, no human that walks this planet is perfect other than the Lord Jesus Christ. And I don't, I don't see him on the podcast. I see him speaking through us. Right. But you have to acknowledge that brokenness. And so that brings us back to the point of just guys, we're, we're making this group so that you understand that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be broken and it's okay to share. It's okay to cry. There was, there was some times I didn't think I was going to cry, but in front of a bunch of men <laughs> and I, <laughs> uh, I won't call nobody out, but, but I, man, I, I was a cry baby. <laughs> but yeah, you, you really can't, you can't acknowledge, you know, anything until you admit I, I'm going through something I'm hurting or this hurt me what do I need to do next and hopefully we can give you the next steps and, and for me man I think at the end of the day I want to um, even through this with you all uh, and to our anyone that's viewing this man I, I want to help somebody really get back control of their life um, because it, it's so easy to think you're in control mm. but totally be sitting in the back seat and I think some of us go through our entire life literally letting culture drive our life. Mm-hmm. The world. We, we don't even realize that we're in the backseat and like the devil's literally in the driver's seat looking in the rearview mirror. Um, so I want to be able to help somebody get their freedom back. And one of the ways you get your freedom back, one of the ways you get your life back is, of course, first giving it to God. But number two, being honest with yourself about your life. Yeah, you know what? I made some mistakes in my past. I, I shouldn't have did that. I hurt some people. Um, but when you can acknowledge that, mm. you get your life back. And I want to, you know, help through broken vessels helps people get their life back, get their pride back, get their um, in, their strength back. That God desires what I consider to be kingdom living, a, a life that you 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 are happy um, and you're joyful regardless of what's going on around you. It, it's a it's a joy that only comes from God. Absolutely. There's some things we're gonna share on here that. Well, y'all just gave me permission to drop something in the chat. So what up, guys? I'm just praying for you guys. This is incredible level of vulnerability that's about to change lives. Also, just saying your first viewer is a girl. So don't cut us out. We're not. We're not. So that's that's why we're saying it's a men's accountability group is because we're leading it as men. But we're really touching. We're touching everybody. It doesn't matter. Regardless of creed, race, gender, sex, age, it does not matter. We that's why I said get your life back I wasn't res- not res- respected to anyone like we won't look if my mama hop on here and she needs some freedom mm-hmm. I pray that this touches her if my little nephew that's 12 year old 12 years old hops on here I pray this blesses him I mean here's here's the thing we're trying to bless everybody yep. and we don't we 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 really want everybody every single person who listens to not just hear our voices but hear god mm. Come on. 
our prayer is not our prayer for this group going forward is not that anybody hears what we say but here's what god is trying to speak to them come on so if if somebody happens to just hop on or you just share this message or you share this with share this group with one person at the right time you might change their life there's been so many times where I've heard somebody say, hey, look, somebody reached out to me and it was on my worst day. I used to be a firefighter. Um, I spent eight years um, being a firefighter, a volunteer and pretty and firefighter, but mostly volunteer. And I spent eight years seeing people on their worst day. Every every time we went to somebody's house that burned down, it felt like they were, it was their worst day. Mm. But there was this one family, and I remember this, and I just remember going to the house. We drove 40, it was like a 40-minute trip to get there almost, and we went lights and sirens the whole way, hit third alarm for this house that was on fire. We get there, and it's a humongous mansion kind of type house, and it's on fire, and we're, we're there. We took over the scene. We're putting out, putting out the fire. I remember one, one at that fire glass literally fell on my glove, cut my glove open and didn't cut my thumb off. Thank God. But the other thing I remember clearly about that house was the parents of that house were in some, they they were either doctors or lawyers. I don't remember what it was, but they had some kids that they adopted Their Their kids were grown and they adopted children. And inside the house they had, and they adopted, I believe, special needs kids. And inside the house, there's a glass door, a glass sliding door. And even though all the house burned up and had smoke on it, we were able to put the fire out. But like, you have water damage, smoke. That one glass door in there protected the whole side of the house where all the kids stuff was, all the kids clothes. Mm. So a single door. In a fire, a blazing fire with flames shooting out of every window, protected where the kids' stuff was. And I was just like, ooh, look at God. There's no way that anything but God kept that specific upstairs, that specific upstairs side of the house from burning down. Yeah. Look at God and look at what God's doing and look at what God said. We had the, the, the basement of that house. I was hanging into the window. The basement of the house was about 12 feet deep to the window, and it was full of water. That's how much water we put in the house. Mm, wow. So I, I mean, but just knowing how much we had to do for a fire with as a firefighter for that house with trucks and ladders and fire and everything, and just being able to say, hey, look, watching somebody walk walk inside to get their children's clothes and being able to get it without smoke or anything. It's like, look at God. Amazing. So you can be, but here's the thing. You can be that glass door. Come on. Come on. You can be that glass door in the, in the burning down house that saves somebody, somebody's stuff, somebody's, somebody's spirit, something that's Mm -hmm. going on with somebody. You can be that glass door that protects somebody or that shelters them in the midst of everything going on and sends them to the right place where, where everything is just okay, where they're able to have like a conversation or listen to a conversation um, that's just going to give them life. And every single person 
that listens to this, hopefully, and I pray to God, I, I hope that everybody that hangs out, even if it's for a minute, they hear what God is trying to speak to them. Even if it's for a few seconds, what God's trying to speak to them. Because that was, I mean, out of my whole firefighting career, that's the one fire that I remember the most. And I remember that just a glass door. I never even went in, in the house besides the basement. I don't know what it looks like, but I have a vision of what it looked like in my head of a glass door protecting this big old house and just protecting two rooms where the kids' stuff was. Mm. So, um, and guess what? The rest of the house was broken. Everything else was in the house was broken. Wow. So, but God can restore you like that house got restored. Hey, you know what? God, God can do all things. Absolutely. But yeah. fail. So, yeah, I guess we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here, guys. Um, again, with everybody viewing, we, we over these next few weeks, we're definitely going to show you, you can be vulnerable. Just let it out. Give it to God. And we'll, let us pray for you as well. So if you have prayer requests, feel free to send us. Uh, I think he's had the, the link to our website scrolling at the bottom earlier or I think we have a Facebook page. You got the link for that. You could drop. We'll probably drop it more next time. But uh, just let us know what you need prayer for. If you want to talk to us one on one, we're definitely here for you, much like we're here for each other. So we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. This is podcast number one. Hey. And uh, we'll see y'all again next Tuesday, 715. Since- on a dot. We're out.